Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through our examination of Ephesians, and we're drawing toward the end of it. We're in the sixth chapter of Ephesians. In our last episode, we looked at verses 10 and 11. So let me go back and uh, reread those and continue on, okay? So Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Remember what we said in the last episode. We're called to be strong in the Lord, not in our strength, okay? Not in something else, not in our knowledge, not in our understanding, our wisdom, et cetera, et cetera. But to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, okay? Everything is in and through him. Verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And again, in the last episode, we saw how the enemy has a plan for each one of us. He plans to kill, steal, and destroy. He tries to trip up believers. Okay, He tries to bring us away from the faith, to lead us astray. Sometimes it's overtly. A lot of times it's very, very subtly. Okay, Very subtle. So he says, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And he's going to say a little more about that full armor of God shortly. Verse 12 For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places or in the heavenly realm. Now, folks, this is a loaded verse right here. It acknowledges that there's a struggle. It acknowledges that there's a battle. And we're going to see again uh, what he said in the 11th verse, to stand firm, that we are called to stand. We're called to be in the full armor of God and to stand against the scheme of the devil. The way that we struggle, the way we fight, is that we stand firm in the faith. We stand firm in the things of the Lord. But he acknowledges that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against humankind. It's not against individuals. So often as believers, we think our struggle is against another individual, against another person. And that's not true. Regardless of how evil they are acting and behaving, that's not where the struggle is. Okay? Because the struggle is that which is empowering them to do that. So he says it's not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers. Uh, which is sort of an interesting thing because it, 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 that speaks of uh, the beginning or the origin of a domain. It's like a magistrate, the principalities, the power of something. But it has the idea of something from the very beginning, okay, which is sort of interesting, okay? In other words, this is an age-old problem. So it's against the rulers, against the powers. Uh, and power speaks of those that have been given authority, that have the power to act that have the capacity, that have the privilege. And it really has an idea of superhuman beyond the normal power that is granted to somebody. It can be used, yes, within a, a worldly understanding, like a magistrate, something like that. But it's someone who's been given power to do something. Someone has been given permission. Okay, so rulers against the powers, against the world 
forces, the world forces. Uh, it's, it's a great uh, Greek word, cosmokrator, <laughs> which means the ruler of this world. Oh, wow. And it's used as an epithet of Satan. It's against the ruler of this world or the Lord of this world or the prince of this age. So look again. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, of this darkness. It's the Greek word skotos, which means darkness. (laughs) Okay. But it also carries the idea of uh, shadiness. Okay, of sort of a perversion of, of something that's happened uh, in, in contrast to light. It's deprived of light. And you can, he, you can see metaphorically what that's speaking of right there. It's not talking about the physical light and day. It's talking about the darkness of rejecting the light of the Lord. So we see that our battles against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness, in the heavenly places. And that word spiritual is pneumatakis that you simply mean spiritual, okay? That the spiritual things of wickedness, of iniquity, is the wicked way, depravity, evil, maliciousness. All these are understandings of that word, the spirit of malice. That our struggles against that in the heavenlies, in the heavenly places, okay? So what he's saying is... Uh, uh, it's revealing things to us that so often we forget. We think that creation exists, <coughs> excuse me, only of those things which we can see. But boy, when you read the scripture, you find out there's far more than what we can see. Romans 1, again, I'm always referencing Romans 1. Y'all notice that? Romans 1 is so foundational to understanding so many things. And it speaks of how uh, creation itself testifies of the invisible attributes of the Godhead. Of the invisible attributes. There's these attributes that are invisible of the Godhead. There are things within his creation that are invisible to us in the natural, but they are there. You know, sometimes we want to say they're supernatural, and that, that gives a wrong idea. Uh, uh, if you want to say supra, beyond the natural, beyond what we see in the natural, okay, but they're still there. And so in God's creation, it is quote unquote natural. It's just that we don't usually have encounters with it to where we can, with our senses, feel them. But we have encounters with them with every breath because the enemy comes against us in that way. And so our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, and it goes beyond what we're thinking of somebody else's flesh and blood. And it goes beyond our flesh and blood, how we are, you know, a physical being. Our struggle is a spiritual struggle. But it is just as real as anything that you can reach out and touch. Okay? It is that real. And it's against the rulers. It's against the powers. It's against the world forces of this darkness. Against the spiritual forces of wickedness within the heavenly places, within the heavenly realms. Well, where are the heavenly places? How many are there? Well, we're not sure. Okay. We're not told forthrightly, but in the scripture we have a major hint. Uh, remember when Paul was writing and he says, you know, I don't know uh, how this happened, but I know a man. He was actually talking to himself. He was being self-deprecating here. And he says, I know he got caught up in the heaven, third heaven. 
I don't know if it actually got caught up to third heaven or if it was a dream or what it was, but it was the third heaven and it was in the very presence of the most high God. So there's an understanding that the, the, the first heavens are the, uh, the atmosphere, you know, where the clouds are, where the birds fly, that type of thing. Uh, the second heavens being within the arena of the sun, moon and stars. And the third heaven being the arena of where the Most High God is. And so that's sort of where I am right now, though I wouldn't be surprised if there's even more in the understanding of that and even more beyond that. Okay. The bottom line is this. The battle is taking place within that realm because in the heavenlies is where these entities dwell. Now, they will come and will indwell flesh. They love to indwell flesh, but they exist outside of flesh, too. And that is where our battle is. So he just wants to remind us that, hey, don't forget this. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. The next word, the next verse, we'll pick up the next time it starts off with, Therefore, <laughs> so it means a lot of what you've learned and a lot of what you see right here, there's some things we need to do. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. As always, check out my website. You'll find my daily blog there. You'll find these daily podcasts. You'll find uh, ongoing Bible studies. Uh, and you'll find an opportunity there to help with the cause if you desire to. I'll see you again next time.